0: Welcome to Fill Up, Feel Good, a podcast sponsored by the Ethanol Promotion and Information Council. I'm Cindy Zimmerman. The federal government recently established the nation's first comprehensive renewable fuel standard, or RFS, program.
1: The renewable fuel standard offers the American people a hat trick. It protects the environment, it strengthens our energy security, and supports America's farmers.
0: Environmental Protection Agency Administrator Stephen Johnson says the RFS requires that the equivalent of at least seven and a half billion gallons of renewable fuel, such as ethanol or biodiesel, be blended into motor vehicle fuel sold in the U.S., By the year 2012. This would work toward the goal of reducing gasoline usage by 20% within 10 years by growing renewable and alternative fuel use to 35 billion gallons by the year 2017. In addition to the RFS, the EPA announced a final ruling recently that assures facilities producing ethanol for human consumption, industrial use, or fuel are all treated equally under the Clean Air Act permitting requirements. Chuck Zimmerman recently talked with Ethanol Promotion and Information Council Executive Director Tom Slanica about the RFS and the new emission standard for ethanol plants and how they'll work together to increase clean air across this nation.
1: So Tom, in light of the RFS standards just released by EPA, kind of what does this mean for the industry? Well, the new threshold that the EPA
2: is recommending of uh, 35 billion gallons by 2017 allows for the ethanol industry to, again, grow to a new level and a new platform. This is vitally important for the continuation of investment capital needed to produce these plants.
1: In looking at that big goal, when you consider where we're at right now, again, do, do you think the there are challenges or what what might they be in, in the industry in order to get there?
2: There certainly will be challenges in order to meet that number and most folks are concerned about, is that corn ethanol? Clearly by 2017 we will have many sources of, of feedstock uh, to be available to make that ethanol. Uh, the ethanol industry you know, led by American farmers have had the ability to grow well beyond people's expectations as American farmers always have. And with the addition of new technology in biodiesels and in ethanol and all, I believe that we'll be able to meet that very much needed goal of energy independence.
1: What do you think of the practicality or the idea of uh, promoting or using alternative blends than just E10 or E85, like say an E20 uh, blend, in areas where... We just don't have the E85 infrastructure yet, but we got a lot of flex fuel vehicles. An increased
2: blend beyond E10s to, say, E20 or E30 uh, gives some major advantages to the ethanol user. Uh, Fuel economy and uh, availability through distribution is is greatly enhanced. Of course, we have to be sensitive to the fact that we're talking about the use of this fuels through flex fuel vehicles. We're not advocating the use of this fuel for regular cars uh, simply because those cars have not been designed from an EPA standard
1: to be able to use that fuel. Looking at ethanol production, especially in light of new emission standards for the the plants themselves, any comments you might have about that?
2: The new emission standards that have been released will be very important for us to truly meet that energy independence that everyone in America is looking for. These new emission standards will allow for larger plants, 100 million gallon plants, uh, to be able to come online easier. Uh, The standards that they're going to be held to are no different than the standards that similar industries have have been akin to, but this will allow larger plants to get their permitting process faster in order to help us hit that much-needed goal.
0: The new RFS program is estimated to cut petroleum use by up to 3.9 billion gallons and cut annual greenhouse gas emissions by over 13 million metric tons by the year 2012, the equivalent of preventing the emissions of 2.3 million cars. More information about how cleaner burning renewable ethanol is helping to reduce carbon monoxide, greenhouse gas emissions, and tailpipe fine particulate matter emissions can be found on drivingethanol.org. That's your Philip Feel Good podcast. I'm Cindy Zimmerman, reporting for the Ethanol Promotion and Information Council.